starting in three, two, one. Friday, November 19th. It's your boys, Jimmy and Elvis, your commissioners, here back with, with, you, for, with you for another podcast. I feel like it's been a while. It has. It's been a long week because we recorded early last week and this week we're recording really late. So. Yeah. I, I think that's how like football players feel with their bye weeks. Mm-hmm. And when, especially if they play early. Yeah. They play early and they have like a long Yeah. Long they have break. a long layoff. That's what it feels like. There's definitely been times where where you and I have like gotten together. It's like only after like three or four days. Yeah. Like short weeks. Like if you have a an early game, then a late game, then you start early the next week. Right. So yeah. Um, Dude, uh, what was that? What was that atrocity that we witnessed last night? It was. I I actually did not watch it, but just looking at like the play by play and like the 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 score. Yeah. It was. It was bad. It was awful. Uh, Bad. I don't. I don't think anybody did well. Not a single person did well in fantasy wise. Yeah, it was, it was rough. Um, I mean, the Patriots defense. If, defense, yeah, defense was great. Yeah, we don't play defense, but if we don't, if we, we want to highlight something from that game, uh, it's it would be the defense. Yeah, um, yeah but there's <laughs> there's not really much to talk about that game. Uh, I mean, if you want to like talk about the the fantasy or the, the implications, um, I feel like Matt Ryan might be on his way out soon. I think the front office. Should be, should be. Who's his backup? Uh, who, who's Josh that? Rosen. Josh Rosen. I mean, so they took him. Well, Matt Ryan had had already had two two picks, right? Yeah. And then at the end of the game, they tried. I guess they tried to preserve him because he was having health issues throughout the game. They put in Josh Rosen. I think it was like his second second uh, play uh, of of that drive. He throws a pick. Yeah. And then it was a pick six. They get a, they get the ball back. They add, they put in their third string quarterback. And he throws a pick. <laughs> oh my god! It's just, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with Atlanta quarterbacks. It's yeah, a, it's a Patriots defense. Yeah, I mean they were they were they were outstanding yesterday. Yeah. They were they, they've been great for a while, and uh, they were they're one of my keeps. I don't think anybody was really excited about them because somebody else dropped them, and I picked them up, and I just held on to them. Yeah, they're so good. But yeah, I, I think the uh, Atlanta front office should be planning to get Matt Ryan out of there. Yeah, I he, wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they. Spend a, a high draft pick on a quarterback. Yeah, I agree. He's he's getting older, and he's uh he's I feel like his performance has been slipping every every year. Yeah, for a while, for a little bit now. And uh, the New England running backs. We'll get into that though. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go over the episode preview, and then and then we also have a, a question, a voice question sent in from one of our league mates. Our first one. Yes, finally. All right. So um, on the on on the docket this week, we have our first segment. Let's let's give ranks. We have over under, and we have a fantasy fantasy draft. I'm excited for that one. <laughs> it's pretty. It's a really interesting concept. But we'll get there when we get there. Uh, but first, let's let's get to our um, our 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 question, our live question, live question. Is it a live? Is it considered live? I mean, it was recorded yeah, live. I mean, the person's alive too. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So this question comes in from uh, our league mate Steven. Hey guys, I just want to know. Is Stevenson from the Patriots a good running back for the future? Yeah, thanks for uh, asking your question and uh, giving us a little bit of content to work off of. I think I'll give a short answer now, but I, I do want to dive into it a little deeper later on because I have mm-hmm. I do have I do want to talk about uh, Ramondre Stevenson in one with, inside one of the segments. So my short answer is uh, an iffy yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good question. Um, but it's a, I don't know it's a it's a question mark for me I'm not I'm not sure but oh yeah we can dive deeper into it yeah. after all right so we'll, we'll 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 kind of circle around back to that let's get into our first segment uh, let's give ranks um, we've done the segment before and what, what we're gonna do here is we're gonna um, propose a name to the other host and the other host will try to guess what rank this player landed at for whatever for either week ten or on the season whatever whatever the question is. So uh, would you like to, would you like me to go first? Um, I can kick it off. Sure. So my first player is a quarterback uh, from the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, and I want to know I, I want to see where you rank him um, 
for his week 10 finish amongst his peers. This is a like fantasy points finish, right? Um, just where, just where he ranked or where he, um, I guess where he finished on the week. Okay. Um, so I thought I messed up and I thought I accidentally saw it. And I, so I have a little bit to go off of, a, <laughs> a little hint to go off of already that he's not the fifth quarterback in, on week 10. That is incorrect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, I know that he did, he did pretty good. And I know because Justin Jefferson did pretty, did pretty good too. Uh, maybe if he's not the fifth, he's got to be the fourth. <laughs> Higher or lower? <laughs> um, so I would say worse. Worse. So he's ranked lower. So if he's not the fifth, and he's not the fourth. He's got to be the sixth. What? <laughs> he was that bad? I mean, top ten is still pretty good, but yeah. So he did land in the top ten. Okay. Um, he was actually ninth. Oh, okay. And I only bring up Kirk Cousins because we don't really talk about him much on the show. No, but um, he, he's, I like him. He. I mean, if you have him on your team, you're you're not really disappointed. Uh, he he gives you good numbers week in and week out, um, and he has good weapons. You know, in Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Thielen. Um, but yeah, he just he had a decent game against um, the Chargers. He had sixteen point four, mm. uh, which isn't bad. Yeah, solid, but um, not not great for a quarterback. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I just, I just wanted to to bring him up because we don't really talk about him much. Yeah, that's a. He, He's he's always really interesting. Uh, I know that he's got this thing where people think that he's bad in primetime games, but other than that, he's usually like very serviceable. He's on a he's on a like he's on a team that should be good, but they underperform sometimes. So yeah, I mean he's not like for redraft leagues and you know uh, non dynasty and re- um, keeper leagues. He's he's not a bad streaming quarterback. No, yeah, oh definitely that that's definitely what court, the category where I'd place him as yeah. a streaming quarterback. Like exactly, you, you have to pick and choose which week you play him. Right. Um, but yeah, let's move on to, uh, I mean, I'll just, I'll just get right into it. Ramondre Stevenson, since, since that was our question. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to know where he finished in terms of rush yards, like who, you know, obviously the, the leader number one has the most rush yards. So, uh, where's Ramondre Stevenson on week 10 in terms of rush yards? Uh, I think he did really well. Mm -hmm. Um, from what I was, I was kind of keeping track of all the players and how well they did. I know like the like last week was the, the week of backup running backs or something because like majority of the, the backup running backs had great games. Like it was, you know, AJ Dillon, I think he was number one. Um, so I think Ramondre must have followed right behind him. So is he second? Close, but no. Okay. So if it's not second, I want to say third, but I feel like it's wrong. <laughs> He's got to be third. Oh, also close, but... <laughs> All right, so um, Ramondre Stevenson, he did... You're right, he did do really good. Um, in terms of rush yards, he's actually fourth. Okay. But in terms of fantasy points, he actually finished second. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking, like fantasy points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's what I was saying. I want to know how... I, where, I guess I tricked you up a little bit yeah. with that... Um, with the, by, by saying rush yards instead of fantasy yeah, points I, overall. Like, I wanted to say fourth, but then like... I felt like it was third because of where he finished. You know, yeah. like he had a lot of buzz after that game. Yeah, yeah, he did. So again, let's go back to this question. What What do you think he his long term fantasy values at? Uh, I think my ideal like idea of the um, New England running backs still are the same. Like it, it could be anyone at any time. Um, it could, you know, with Damian Harris there, it's really hard for Ramondre Stevenson to be that guy. Um, I still see maybe them as like a one A one B because Brandon Bolden also gets involved. Like I, I, I think he was like the third down guy. Um, they would like sprinkle him in in the game here and there. Um, so I like maybe like for a dynasty outlook, um, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's say if if Damian Harris goes down. Then for sure, hundred percent. Like yes, I, that's like, what I was gonna bring up. Yeah, but if if they're both healthy, either guy can have a great week. Yeah, uh, so I I stand pretty much where you stand. Um, where at the beginning of the season, I was really hyped about Damian Harris being the the one, the guy. But you, Jimmy, you've taught me actually about the, uh, the 
the New England running backs and how they never get used. Just they're never there's never a workhorse running back in New England. And I I kind of went went back and looked at it even more like uh, in previous years, and it's it's, it's been that way. They they don't use just one running back, um, so it's hard to trust them. But they're definitely like a two headed dragon, two headed yeah. monster, I should say, in that it's either Damian Harris or um, or Marcus Stevenson, as we saw in this Week Eleven game. They pretty much scored the same amount of fantasy points. Then they shared pretty much half the work. They just split it like pretty much evenly. So if if either one of them is out, I would definitely start the other one. But in in long term, uh, for long term value, as a patriot, it's hard to it's hard to be like really bullish on that. Yeah, and I feel like uh, if one guy fumbles, like Belichick wouldn't hesitate to throw him into the doghouse and then just let you know whoever whoever has a hot hand to you know you just carry the team. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just don't trust the New England backfield until they show me that you know that they can be that one guy like like Jonathan Taylor with the Colts. Um, I can't trust them. Yep. Yeah, I I agree. Like I can't, I can't, I I don't, I wouldn't have, wouldn't want either of these players to be to be my first running back. Like they they could provide like a stable baseline of like maybe six seven points, maybe eight points a week. That's where like their floor probably is. But um, I don't see a, a, a very high ceiling if both they're both playing. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go back to you. All right. So my second player uh, is Hunter Renfro, the wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. And I want to know where he finished uh, in his position. Yeah. I know Hunter Renfro did kind of similarly to, uh, to my boy uh, Brian Edwards. And... Uh, I believe Brian Edwards, he because I played him out of out of necessity, he he did fairly good because he he finally caught that, his touchdown, and Brian Edwards doesn't get as much as much play though because he doesn't get as many targets, so I'm gonna guess Hunter Renfro maybe got did a little bit worse than Brian Edwards. So I'm gonna say he's the wide receiver sixteen. He's actually better than that. Oh, better than that. Wide receiver 12? Very close. So he, he actually finished 10th. Oh. And it's funny that you brought up Brian Edwards because um, Brian Edwards was 9th. He finished 9th on the, yeah. on the week. I knew, they were, there. I knew yeah. they were close. So they're like literally right, right next to each other. Um, but the reason why I bring up Hunter Renfro is because we, we're starting to see more production from him because of, you know, Ruggs not being there anymore. Um, he seems to be when I, when I watch the game, he seems to be like that guy yeah. that uh, Derek Carr has like that you know reliable. He, he seems to be like the Julian Edelman of yeah exactly of the Raiders exactly, and he's he's like the short uh, you know short throw guy. Um, enough for you enough for them to get a, a third down like or a first down like when yep. when they're on third down they, he lo- he looks for Renfro to get the first for, for them. Yeah, uh, speaking of like the Raiders, it was really unfortunate. Did you see uh, Jackson? Uh, the, uh, the, he just oh, got traded. Oh, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, did you see his uh, his first play as a Raider? I did. Yeah, yeah it, was it, was, it was a great catch. Um, it was just unlucky because he made a football move and then they punched out the ball and he fumbled. <laughs> yeah, it was unfortunate. So it's still seeming like Brian Edwards is like still the deep threat. Yeah. They're, they're both going to be deep threats, I think. Yeah. Um, Brian Edwards and Deshaun Jackson, they don't. They haven't got much play like in terms of targets. Yeah. They both play, but... Um, it's been it's been really weird for the Raiders because Darren Waller has been yeah. a non-factor. It seems like that's right. He's he's been very quiet lately too. Yeah, you're right. Um, any do you have any thoughts on why? Or do you think he's gonna bounce back or anything? Like I that? think he's gonna bounce back. I'm not I'm not really sure why. Uh, the Raiders have been have been going through a lot these past couple weeks. Um, you know, losing rugs and they had to cut one of their their corners like their uh, DBs because of them him making like threats to fans saying that he would kill them <laughs> oh wow I, I didn't hear about that that's yeah. crazy um so i mean rugs and and that guy i think damon arnett they're mm-hmm. they were both drafted last year in the 2020 draft oh, wow. draft class and they're both gone now Dang. so the raiders and, and on top of that losing john gruden yeah so the raiders i feel like they, as a whole organization they've been going through uh tough times but yeah they definitely have i think i feel like losing all those people especially john gruden has been good for, for Kenyon drake though yeah, he's been been utilized a lot more ever since Gruden's been gone. Yeah, Jacobs Jacobs didn't have that great of a game. Jacobs been slightly kind of like injured like on and off too. Yeah, so um, I think it's part of it. Kenyon Drake has been hot like previous few weeks, but this past week not so much. Right. All right, let's move on. Uh, my second 
uh, player is Tyler Conklin. I want to know his uh, Week 10 fantasy finish based on fantasy points. All right, so I can't recall if it was this week or last week that he had a pretty good game. I know he caught a touchdown. I just don't remember which week it was, but I'm just going to say he, he did it this week so or this this past week. Um, I think he finished top five. Um, so I'm going to say fourth. Uh, no. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait a second. <laughs> you were right. He, he you is got me. Fourth, fourth, fourth in terms of fantasy points. Um, can, can you guess where he placed in terms of touchdowns, though, as a tight end? Um, I feel like that's a trick question. Is he seventh? No. He's actually uh, first. What? Him and Hunter Henry both caught two touchdowns this past week. Yes. As okay, in so, 10. So it was, it, it was the game that I was thinking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tyler Conklin, I think he's always been that like um, hit or miss type of guy. Kind of like how Irv Smith was back when last season, um, where they just have really good games, touchdown dependent still. And um, he... It makes me wonder if Irv Smith is going to come, or are they going to share the role when, when they come back in next season? Or any Yeah, so I was going to, I was that's why I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you if, you know, when Irv Smith comes back, what role is Conklin going to play? Is it going to be like Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard in Philly before, you know, Zach Ertz left? Or how is that going to work? Because Tyler Conklin has been really good um, for the Vikings. Yeah. Um, I feel like. I think that's the only thing that I can really compare it to is like the those Eagles uh, tight ends back when they had them, and like I don't know if, uh, if between Conklin, Irv Smith, uh, Adam Thielen, and, and Justin Justin Jefferson, if I don't know if uh, Kirk Cousins can support that many players, uh, and get everybody you know the ball and the points that they that that we all want and need. So like it makes me, I don't know who's gonna be the long term better asset here because I have Irv Smith on my in my IR, and mm. so I don't know. I, that's something I just I guess I brought up because it's something I I want to get your opinion on. So does it does it worry you at all that um, Conklin is is getting looked at more and he's he's catching two touchdowns in a game? Um, you know, do, do you does that concern you if you have Justin Jefferson or Thielen because you know he's taking away these touchdowns from these guys? No, I don't think I don't think. I don't think I think he, my views on Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen pretty much pretty much stay the same because they've been doing what they've been doing even with Conklin in. It's just that Conklin had, just has these explosive games sometimes, and because the, the weeks where he doesn't do anything, it's really not much. It's like uh, he he has weeks where he does like three, four points, uh, eight points, seven points. He's he's a serviceable tight end on most weeks, and then but he does have those like blow up weeks sometimes where it's not it's not quite like Travis Kelsey blow up, but still like. Um, enough to beat their projection and help your team out yeah it seems like it's like the typical tight end tight end landscape where these these random or not, not random I, but these you know uh tight ends that aren't really uh consistent you know they, they show up once you know every other game or something like that yeah i would say that tyler conklin actually is above that uh the average for that for the tight end because of his uh, consistency in, in terms of getting targets. He I mean he gets uh, in the last three games, uh, it's seven targets, seven targets, five targets, which is p- kind of good for a tight end. Right. Um, and so he he gets he it seems like his floor is not is much higher than the other tight ends. Right. So yeah, I don't know where I place him. He, it's it's kind of tough because it's a tight end and it's just I guess he's kind of like Kirk Cousins in in he's a streamer tight end. Yeah, definitely would stream him by matchup. Yeah. Alrighty, last one. All right, so I have Debo Samuel from the San Francisco 49ers, and I want to know where he ranks on the season thus far. Is he? Is this among all players or among or among wide receivers? Just among wide receivers. Okay, among wide receivers, he's probably I want to say third. <laughs> You're actually right. We laugh, we laugh because uh, Jimmy pressed the wrong button. Except I cut it out. <laughs> but, but, no, it's because it's because I saw, like I was I was loading it up because I don't I didn't remember. Um, but yeah, he did finish. Oh, he's he's third right now, um, in, so far in the season. Yeah, uh, he's he's been great, and I I kept, I've been keeping an eye on him because he's on one of my teams, um, in 
in another league. And I was really iffy about him because I was thinking about trading him away before the debt trade deadline, which is tomorrow for that league, um, because he's been so injury prone. But he's just been so great this year. I don't. I think I'm just gonna keep him. Yeah, like when he had those great games, I was actually looking to trade for him. Um, but like I was kind of nervous because of his injury history. Um, I wasn't sure if if he was gonna be a factor on the field when he come, came back from his injury. But it seems like he's still he's he hasn't he's picking up where he left off. Um, and you know what would be crazy if I think it would would have been possible in like a regular snake draft league to be able to get both both Cooper Cup and Debo. In like post round five, yeah. Like so round four, so round can five. you imagine Later that round four? And you, that's such a value, yeah. Because like they're they're basically playing at the, at, the, at the level at which players like um, Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams are normally drafted. That's like if you if you were to draft today, you would draft Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel first, and Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. You probably draft like later on. Yeah. So I, I think like fantasy owners were looking to like at Ayuk. As someone that, like Debo, how Debo is right now, that's what people wanted Ayuk to be. Yep. Um, because in, coming into the season, he was he was hyped up, and I, even myself, I faded uh, Debo because of all this hype around Ayuk. Um, so he's been a great value. If, I mean, I kind of wish I traded for him. Yeah. It's a he's just one of those players elusive elusive players like you you really didn't expect that from him at all this season yeah, going very, into the season very surprising that he's third right now yeah um, given like the fact that he missed he missed the game or he, he had a bye week um, and I mean I don't know he, I feel like I feel like he, he's gonna be uh, a league winner yeah I think so too as long as he can stay healthy yeah alright so my last one is gonna be a pretty much a gimme for you I think uh, my last one is Jonathan Taylor where, where he ranks on the season, <laughs> I feel like it's it's a trick question. <laughs> um, I, I want to say I want to say one, but like we we still we still with Derrick Henry. Um, you know, he, he Derrick Henry had a great season. You know, up to where up to the point where he you know where he got injured. Um, so I feel like he's still he's still holding the throne right now. But um, but I think Jonathan Taylor, if if he hasn't already, he's gonna surpass. Um, what's his face? Derrick Henry. Yeah. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's second right now. <laughs> so he has to be first. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's, he's first. And uh, you're right. Uh, it, it was Derrick Henry up until this past week, week ten. Week ten is where Jonathan Taylor surpassed Derrick Henry for number, for that number one spot. Um, that's why I put him here. It's uh, Jonathan Taylor. Can can you? I want you to guess. Additional, you know, a little bonus question here: um, How much the 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 third running back up? So it goes right now. It's John Tan- Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, right? Can you t- can you tell me the difference between first and third? How how many points separates these two players? Uh, I would say let's see, maybe like t- two or three games. I feel like that's how far apart they are. Uh, Thirty points. Oh, pretty close. Forty. I was gonna guess. I was, I was gonna guess forty next. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor is at one ninety four points on the season, whereas Austin Eckler is one fifty one fifty eight. It's basically like two hundred to to, to one sixty. Sheesh. Yeah, and that's that. That's how far. Like, there's pretty much a game and a half, two games difference. Yeah. Um, has Indy had their bye week yet? I don't think so. They have a really late. Oh, bye week. Four, I think week. It's like week fourteen. Week. Yeah. So that that could explain it. Where why why he's so far ahead of everybody else is they had yeah. because they had his bye. But um, what, what about Tennessee? Do you know if they had their bye week yet? Uh, I think they they have a late one too, right? I can tell you right now. Give me one. Second. Because the funny thing is, right now, currently in week ten, um, Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor have the same amount of rushing yards. Yeah, um, they both haven't had their bye week. Yet. Okay. Jonathan Taylor, and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's is week thirteen, and Jonathan Taylor's week fourteen. Interesting. Um, and, and Derrick Henry is still pretty close to Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I mean. He's he's missed what a couple games, two games already, mm-hmm. and he he has the same amount of rushing yards as as Jonathan Taylor still, and this is the number one guy in the running uh in in fantasy for running backs right now, um, but uh I heard Jonathan Taylor wanted to he he wants to win the rushing title this year, um and I I don't see how he wouldn't be able to, yeah I mean the way the the way he's pacing himself he's he's doing great so I I I can I can totally see that being a thing. 
Um, any other players you want to talk about from week 10? No, I think, I think that's it. I, I wanted to talk about the uh, New England running backs, but we covered that already. Yeah, cool. All right, let's move on then. Over or under? Oh, you didn't join me on that one. You? <laughs> I thought you could. I thought you solo that one. So <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We can try again next one. <laughs> or maybe I'll just fake it and make you solo. <laughs> Bait me. <laughs> yeah. So um, over under, what we're gonna do here is uh, we're basically going to uh, propose some propose some players and some stat lines, and we're going to decide if they're gonna be over or under, and see if we can get our guesses correct for week eleven. Sounds good. Um, how about you kick it off? Sure. Um, my first line is AJ Brown versus the Houston Texans. Uh, does he get over twenty, over or under twenty points? No. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I have here AJ Brown. Hold on a second. I have here comes the stats. Here comes the stats. I gotta pull it up. I have it somewhere. I don't remember why I put twenty. Oh, anyways, so yeah. <laughs> um. This past two games, he's been he's been kind of putrid. He's only had six point seven points, two point eight points. But before that, those the, the two games before that was twenty six point five and twenty three point three. So what's what's your thought process on the twenty points? Uh, he's playing against Texas Houston's. Texas Houston's. See, Houston, see, so Houston, Houston Texans. <laughs> the Texas Houston's. <laughs> Houston. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I, I see where where uh, you're coming from, but. Because they're playing such an easy matchup, they they won't have to play from behind that much. Um, so I think game script wise, he's not gonna have to, or uh, Tannehill's not gonna have to throw the ball a lot, mm-hmm. and they're gonna utilize their running backs more. Okay, so you're taking the under here. Yeah, I'll take the over. So that, that works out. Yeah. Um, I mean, he might be close because you know Houston's not a great team. Yeah. Um, 20 fantasy points is a lot to ask for. Right. So uh, it's, it's a tough line. And I think, I think AJ, AJ Brown can bounce back. All it takes is, you know, because they, they still have to get ahead before, for that game, game script to, to right. kind of ha- happen. Right. Um, and the, the uh, I know that the Texan, Texas, Texas Houston, <laughs> the, the, Houston, the Houston Texans have been, uh, <laughs> let me see where they are. And uh, they've been, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty not so great defense. So, yeah. I mean, they're not, a good team at all and on the other side of the ball either <laughs> yeah it's just a, it's not their year they're there they're like the one of those teams that just kind of plays for the future yeah at this point right all right so let's move on all right so my first player is patrick mahomes and i want to know if he will have over or under three touchdowns against the dallas cowboys so Dallas Cowboys are like kind of a middle of the pack team in terms of um, defense. Um, I think they're. I think they've been playing pretty well. They have been. They, I know that they have been playing pretty well. But over the season, over mm-hmm. the course of the season, I think I'm pretty sure they're the middle of the pack. They're like, um, they have games where they're like top. They've had four games where they're top ten, uh, and they have had five games where they're the bottom, uh, bottom, bottom, seventeen. Like like they're like. Their last game was against Atlanta. It was there was it was bad. They're the twenty eighth team in mm-hmm. terms of uh, rankings. Uh, before that, they were fourth against Denver, then twenty, seventeen, sixteen. So kind of the middle for those other three games. But do you think because this matchup is supposed to be electric, do you think they will step up to the the plate or yeah, step absolutely. Up to the bat, I think you know? I think, yeah. I think Patrick Mahomes is back. I think he just had a a, a bad couple of weeks um, where. Week seven, eight, nine. He was he was really bad. I, I guess I wouldn't say really bad, but he was um, not in the top ten. We want not even in the top twenty. He was uh, seventeen, twenty two, twenty two um, for week seven, eight, nine. But he was number one in week ten, and um, he's he's had more bad, uh, more good finishes than he has had bad finishes. And I think um, he just had a, like a a slump. So I think the Patrick Mahomes we know is back and i think that against deck it's going to be a good matchup and it's going to be um a shootout yeah i don't know if i mentioned it but last week he threw for five touchdowns um so are you taking the over yeah i'm taking the over here all right so i'm gonna take the under i'm, I'm gonna 
I'm going to say that the, the Cowboys defense, they're going to lock down Patrick Mahomes. He's probably going to have under three. Um, but it's still going to be high scoring. Um, running backs are going to have good games. Yeah. Did you see uh, Did you see Daryl Williams this last week? The, when he scored? Yeah. The, 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 the touchdown, right? The, the long throw? Yeah, that was beautiful. That was amazing. That's what I want CEH to be. Yeah. Speaking of CEH, he might be coming back this yeah. week. That's yeah. what, so that's what I was going to ask you. Was like, with CEH back, do you do you think that he's going to throw more? Go back to the throwing game again with CEH? Because like before before the injury, like CEH was pretty much irrelevant. Yeah, so from the practice reports, there's uh, I think Coach Andy Reid said that he had a good week. Um, I don't think they're going to throw him in there. They're going to ease him into it. They might use Daryl more than the UCH this week. Um they I don't th- I don't think Daryl's going to catch another one this week. <laughs> not like that. Not like, not like like just maybe like a normal running back catch, yeah. but not like that. Um moving forward, I actually think that um they they're going to become a two-headed monster. Probably. Cuz I Daryl Williams has just been too good like in 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 the absence of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah. And um I just feel like they're just going to split the work from now on. Yeah, I feel like they should have Clyde as their their you know their main guy, and then Daryl as their third down back. If, yeah, where they know. need to throw it, and yeah, could be, be, be the, the catching guy. Yeah, exactly. Because like, you see, you've seen him do it. You saw him do it last week. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah, I take the I take the under. I think the the Cowboys defense have been playing yeah. great. I think three is a very doable number for Patrick Mahomes. So I'll take the over. So what if what, hap- Wait, what happens oh, if he oh. gets three? We should we should. Uh, I was about to say we because when I was answering this, I was thinking like three and over. Mm-hmm. Um, we you want to shift the line up by half a point a little bit, either way. So, uh, so three and a half. Three and a half. So maybe, that means he has to get four. That's tough. Yeah. That's that's where I might go under. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, not so you want to set the line at three and a half. I'll have to reconsider. Um, I think that he can definitely get three. What about 3.25 and he has to get three and a half? <laughs> How do you get half a touchdown? <laughs> a field goal? No, I'm just kidding. Imagine he just... Yeah, he kicks himself. Just, yeah, he lines up. And he, yeah, I was just joking. Um, um, but yeah, if, if I change it three and a half, you're taking the under? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's where my line is. Uh, if, if you put a three and a half, I'm going under. Because I think he'll get right around three. So if, you, <laughs> if, I, change, if I change it to three and a half, I'll take the over. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to choose Denver. You don't have gotta to keep choose. it spicy. Yeah, you don't have <laughs> no, to. Not all the time. I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do you want to change your argument? No, you no, can... no, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm going to keep my original argument. Okay, so you're still going over under if it's three and a half. Yeah. Okay. I think so, he, I think a normal number for him is three. Yeah, I feel like three is a good number for yeah. Patrick. And uh, I mean, good if great if he goes over that, but. Three is, where, three is where he sits, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. My next player, uh, Jalen Hurts against uh, Northern Saints. Is he going to be a top 10 quarterback? Uh, this one's hard. Uh, are they playing in Philadelphia or are they playing New Orleans? Um, they are playing uh, at home. New, New Orleans is coming to, oh, to, to New to Orleans, Philly. they're a stout defense. Mm-hmm. Let, me, uh, do, let me read you a little bit. Um, in terms of Jalen Hurts' fantasy finishes from the past uh, entire season. Week one, he finished sixth. Week two, he finished tenth. Week three, tenth. Week four, fourth. Week five, seventh. Week six, fifth. Week seven, week seven sixth. Week eight against Detroit Lions was 25th. That's his worst, worst performance. Uh, I get week nine against the Chargers, where he was 12th. And week 10 against Denver, was he was sixth. So pretty much in every matchup except two, he's been top 10. Okay, so so my thought process is this week, Matt Stafford is on his bye week. <laughs> so, so, there's so that's a, like a, a vacant slot? There's a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's an empty slot for, for Hertz, so there's, there's a much higher chance that he finishes top 10. So I'm going to, I guess, take the... That would be the over if he's going to be finished top 10. Take the over. I'd take the over. I think... I think right over. <laughs> or would it be so? It was like under ten would be nine eight seven. <laughs> okay, just top ten, yes or no? <laughs> I think it would be top ten. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's gonna be top ten. Uh, I know that Nolan's defense has been pretty good, but in any matchup, that's that Jalen Hurts as a team has yeah. been playing bad. Jalen Hurts has been really good. Yep, because he makes that garbage time points. Yep. I think he can make top ten against the Saints. Yeah, 
All right, so we agree here. I think it'd be like closer to the the end of the spectrum though, like tenth. Like, yeah, he's or, he'd be or ninth. Well, I think most of his finishes kind of average out to being like the that that area. Yeah, this so, is interesting. Uh, let's see your next one. Yeah, is, next up. Ooh, interesting. Jonathan Taylor, seventy yards, seventy rushing. yards rushing against the Buffalo Bills, who has a who has a, a great defense. Yeah, top. I would say top three. And this is in Buffalo, so they have to travel. Um, yeah, this is yeah. interesting because uh, to start off the season, Jonathan Taylor had a really start, slow start in terms of uh, total, like, total yard, yardage per game. Right. But in the past five games, he's gotten above 70. Yeah. And I think, he's, I think the, ga- the, the team has been relying on Jonathan Taylor, and I, I think he, they're, gonna, they're not going to change the game plan. Um, it's tough because they're probably going to play from behind. They're going to have to throw. So mm-hmm. my my boy Michael Pittman's gonna be great. I hope. Yeah. Um. But I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna stick to the over here. Yeah. So that's that's actually why I put seventy because that one game, like I was looking at his recent stats and I looked at the one game that where he had seventy. So I thought it was a good you know marking point. Yeah, it is a good line. It's tough. But yeah. But I think Jonathan Taylor the way he is now and you know we we already mentioned he's number one ranked, and he the fact that he wants to, you know, win that that first place as a running back in the NFL. I think I think he's gonna be able to keep it up. What if I shift it to eighty? Um, I think ninety is where I draw my line. Okay, I'd I'd say so too. Yeah, yeah, because he's been doing great. Yeah, he has. Um, so I, I don't expect anything less in this matchup. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's matchup proof. Yeah, he's. I think at this point of the season he is because I, let's see, he's played against the the last five games that I was talking about. He played against Houston, San Francisco, Tennessee, New York Jets. I mean. Some of those matchups are kind of meh, like against Houston and New York Jets. That's kind of given that he would do well. Mm-hmm. But against San Fran and Tennessee, he still did relatively good and like 70 yards or over. Yep. So you just set him and forget him. Yeah. He's he's definitely a, a, a RB1, so you don't have to worry about that in terms of points. Yeah. All right. Let's go to my last one. Keenan Allen, another wide receiver. He's playing against Pittsburgh this week. Um, is he going to have a hundred yards in receiving? So this is this is actually interesting because Pittsburgh's defense is known to be great as well. Yep. But um, I just looked it up. T.J. Watt doesn't look like he's playing. Um, Joe Hayden, DB, and their their safety Minka Fitzpatrick. Yep. They don't look like they're playing. So. That opens up the doors, the gates for Keenan Allen to have a great game. A um, hundred yards. Yep. Let me let me look at his his past his past three weeks. He, they had a big week uh, by in week seven, week eight, week nine, and week ten. He did seventy seven yards, one hundred and four yards, and ninety eight yards. So he's done it Once. three times. Oh, three times on the three season. Three times on the season, and then well, week one was, was hundred. He was like exactly. two yards off on. Last week he had ninety eight. Yep. Last week, yep. So let's just round that up and say four. Let's just round it up. <laughs> <laughs> He's had four on the week. I mean, on the season. Okay. Um. And how many seasons? How many weeks? He's played. Uh. He's played nine weeks. Nine weeks. Because they they've had their bye already. Hmm. Uh, my, I mean, Mike, Mike Williams has been. He's been Very, quiet, yeah, so I feel like he's imminent for a bounce back sometime soon too. And this might be the game with all these defensive players out on, Pitt, on Pittsburgh's side. Uh, I don't think so. I think Keenan Allen's gonna. I think I take the over here. Justin Herbert's gonna have a good game. Uh, so is Keenan Allen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with all the the, the Pittsburgh DBs out, I, no one's gonna stop him. Yeah. All right, I'll take the under here. Um, he hasn't done it in his past three weeks, which is a more more recent and uh, more telling of uh, current Keenan Allen. He did it in week nine. Uh, he did it. Tw- <laughs> I did it once out of those three weeks. Uh, sorry, did I, did I misspeak? Wait, wait, round it, round up, oh. round up last week. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> That's no, no, no. twice. <laughs> we're not round, we're not rounding here. We, <laughs> uh, I mean, you can, rounding is so relative. I could be like, oh, seventy five. That's close to a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> against New England it's uh, that, you know like um no i he 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 was under twice under 100 twice and um although the defense is vulnerable to him this week i think that um he's still going to be i feel like it's going to be close i think it's going to be like around that 100 mark 
but I think he's gonna be under. I think uh, Mike Williams is gonna have a bounce back week if he's if if this week went for him. If they don't get like shut out, which which is kind of tough to say because I don't think they will get shut out with the defense out. Mm-hmm. But um, I would be annoyed if it's ninety nine. Very, um, but very, that's very fair. Possible. That's that's fair. I think I think he'll. I think he's still gonna have a great game regardless. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm looking here also while while we're here. He's um, he's twenty nine years old. Long term. What's your long term? outlook so that's funny you asked that because i had him on my team mm-hmm. uh beginning of the season and then i i packaged him and got deandre swift long term i think you know why re- elite wide receivers usually have a long lasting uh career yeah usually till 32 is a number but that's within the next three years yeah um but i think we i think it's good to look into like three-year windows for for everything like it, uh, the, the number three like the next three games three year windows for ages and yeah so the the way i see it is as long as he doesn't have any serious injuries he can play i think he can play till like he's 35 yeah so for dynasty i think he's still viable he's still going to be viable for the next few years yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be worried about him at all until he has like um a really rough patch yeah, he's also a really great route runner. Yeah. Like, he's a stud. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen it in years past, and I don't... He's he's doing it again now that, you know... It, it just seems that, like, it's either Mike Williams or Keaton Allen. Yeah. That's the, that's the only thing, fantasy-wise, is the threat of Mike Williams now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can still see them both producing side-by-side. Side. Yeah. All right, let's go, let's go to your last over-under. All right, so my last... My last guy is none other than Jamar Chase. Is he going to have a game over ninety four point seventy five receiving yards? So I'm I'm a little curious because because uh, this is a very exact number. So I want to know where you come up with this number. All right. So the way I came up with this number. All right, for just just so you know, we're gonna round it up to ninety five. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I think I think decimals. I'm allowed, you're allowed to round up. That's uh, <laughs> but the way I came up with this number was I took the last four games. So last four games, he had two bad games, and then the, the two one the two two prior to that, he had uh, two great games. Um, granted, week seven he played Baltimore, two hundred and one yards. I feel like that's an outlier, but I took all four. Of those numbers and I averaged it out and I got ninety four point seven five. Okay. Um I know Jamar Chase is a great player. Mm-hmm. I know we both you and I both love Jamar Chase and I think who doesn't love Jamar Chase? He's a rookie and mm-hmm. he's he's like phenomenal. He's he's gonna have like a long term career being like a top wide receiver. Um and he's coming off the bye too. So he's exactly. gonna he's gonna have some some fresh legs. I think fresh feet. The the tough thing is that I'm looking here and um, Las Vegas is the third overall defense on the season, but they've had some atrocious games too. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like wide receiver, I mean against wide receivers, I-, I need to be specific. Against wide receivers, they're the third uh, best defense. Um, but we saw Kansas City rip them apart last week with between all the wide receivers, forty six and a half points against. Las Vegas at the wide, at the wide receiver position, um, so it, this is hard, it's kind of a coin toss here because even the week before that, the Giants only scored five points at the wide receiver position against Las Vegas Raiders. It's literally like the worst and the best almost here, right? Um, so it really depends on if the 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 Raiders show up or not. And um, I think with Jamar Chase having fresh legs and Joe Burrow, you know, getting getting that rest week. Um, I think the bye week came at a really good time for that team, and I think it was much needed. And I think Jamar Chase can can go 100 this week. I would have to agree with you. Um, you know how they say that you know the the beginning of the year for rookies are they usually slow starts, and yep. then as the year progresses, like as you as you can see with Mac Jones, I mean obviously they played different positions, but later on in the years. Um, the rookies start to actually get comfortable. They get acclimated to the league, and they actually perform better um, than they did in the beginning. So that's uh, I feel like Jamar Chase will have a great game. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
I guess the only thing the only thing that goes against that would be what I said about the Las Vegas defense, where yeah. sometimes they do have great games. Um, but I don't see any reason why Jamar Chase wouldn't wouldn't after a bye. So we're both taking the over on ninety five receiving yards. Yeah, I would even go over a hundred. Okay. Uh, I mean, real quick, he's been over. He's only been over a hundred one, two, three times this season out of nine games, and one of yeah. those times was actually two hundred yards. Yeah, which so, is a so hundred twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but does, yeah. That, does that sway you at all? No, I think I think he's. He's matchup proof, in my opinion, too. Yeah, I think he, for sure, in terms of fantasy points, matchup proof. But yeah. 100 yards uh, might seem tough. It all depends on Burrow. Yeah. If Burrow chooses to, you know, ball out, then it's going to be good. Yeah. All right, let's move on then to our uh, last and final segment. <laughs> Fantasy, fantasy draft. Jimmy! <laughs> I got you that time. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you. I was going to do that to you, but then we had a distraction. I just had too much going on in my head. I was going for it, and then I didn't. <laughs> All right. So um, This is going to be a fun one. I, I really enjoy this yeah. one. Let me pull up the, uh, the chat real quick. So um, what we're going to do here in this segment is uh, usually fantasy managers draft fantasy players, right? Uh, what, what we, as your commissioners, are going to do um, is... We're gonna draft fantasy managers. Yep. They're, so we're they're gonna be our they're gonna be our mice. Yeah, that's right. Um, we I know that the uh, week eleven has already started, and we didn't want either of us to have that disadvantage of knowing um, the the early week eleven games. So we we actually ended up uh, drafting via chat. Yeah, we did um, it virtually on Wednesday. On Wednesday, yeah, ahead of time. Um, so why don't we just go through this again? And um, there uh, before we start. Let me go over a couple of special rules I had put in place to make mm-hmm. this a little more interesting. Um, so this is going to be a linear draft. There's only two of us. So it's going to be a, a linear draft, meaning that we just alternate turns. Um, so it goes Jimmy, me, Jimmy, me, Jimmy, or whoever goes first, you know, we alternate. But to make things a little more fair, we're going to do a third round reversal. So on, on round three, whoever picks second ends up picking first for the rest of the draft. Additionally, um, additionally, our... Our third, our, our I'm sorry, our second to last pick will get a 1.5 times multiplier to their final score, and our last pick will get a two times multiplier for our for their final score. So this will make things interesting for the t- the teams that we we draft last in terms of strategy because like you kind of want to hold off on the kind of save those better teams to the end so that you get a bigger bonus from the multiplier, but at the same time you don't want your opponent to get that either. Right, so it has a little, a little like a layer of strategy, which makes the things kind of fun. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, I was really um a little nervous because I wasn't I wasn't sure if it'd be fair. So I was I was asking Jimmy about what he thought about it and all that, and we we, we I think we th- we both think it's a good idea. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we, we we flipped the coin. I asked Siri, I sent him the picture, um, and Jimmy ended up picking first. Yep, I had the privilege of picking first. I mean, I didn't have a choice really because Elvis picked me, but. Uh, so with my first pick, I made the business decision, and I picked the team with the highest score right now. Was it eleven weeks into the season? Yep. And that is Team Blackpink. So welcome to the team, buddy. <laughs> All right. And then uh, my next up, I, I think I think I should just say like ahead of time that my team has a, a lot of potential points. A lot of upside. Um, a lot of upside. I that's that's the team. Those are the teams I went for. I went for a lot of teams with a lot of upside. And so you bet you all better like have those booms and have those busts <laughs> this week, or else not looking too good already. <laughs> um, but my first team was Team Hospital Bed Squad, aka Team Two Yen. Nice. I was I was hoping that you somehow you know looked past him, but yeah. Um, but you know, since that happened with my second pick. I took the second highest scoring team thus far, and that team is myself. Yep, fair. The not nice Jimmer team. So welcome to the squad, Jimmer. Yep. Uh, third picked, I picked. Um, this is your second pick. Uh, sorry, second pick. Sorry, <laughs> fourth pick overall. I picked a team uh, Henry, who's playing against me this week. It was a little bit, bit of a tough decision because uh, obviously I, I don't want you don't want to pick against yourself, but I really. 
have a bad feeling about this week. I feel like my streak is going to get snapped this week, and that Henry, <laughs> Team Henry is going to uh, to go off. He's another one of those teams that has scored very high, and you know has weeks where he scores really high. Um, it's been rough for him since losing Derrick Henry, but I I'm looking at his starting lineup, and it's just like a, a lot of great players. Yeah, that, that I like and that have a lot of excuse me boom potential. So it seems like your mindset was, you know, you're gonna win. Quote, quote unquote in some way so if you lose to Henry yeah unless Henry unless you guys both score super low then it's, yeah. it's a what is it a double edged sword I, that's just a it's not even a sword that's like a stabbing me with a spoon double edged stick <laughs> um alright well with that I have I forget what my third team was oh wait no it's, it's the third round third round switcheroo oh yeah third round switcheroo so I pick again um since I'm I got the 301 I um <laughs> I'm looking over this chat and I accidentally um uh, I was explaining to Jimmy <laughs> I explained to Jimmy why I didn't pick myself and I said because I picked uh, cuz I'm I had, I, my team is in a really tough position with the buys that I had to jar, start Joe Flaccid I mean Flacco <laughs> it was a typo it was just really funny one. I thought that was intentional No that was not intentional <laughs> Joe I didn't even notice it until you pointed it out that I said Joe Flaccid <laughs> But anyways, um, I picked JY as my my team three. No, it's it's funny because uh, I I picked I picked you as my third third team. Yep. Just off a of namesake of Joe Joe Flaccid alone. <laughs> really? That's why you picked me? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I, I think say. I think you're you're gonna do just fine. Yeah, team, I mean Team JY has been uh, has been great, and he has a lot of players that again I'm looking forward to. He has Debo Samuel. He had Matt Ryan had, with Nick Chubb coming back. He had Matt I, Ryan. I know he had Matt Ryan, but like, <laughs> well, be, we wouldn't we wouldn't know beforehand. You know? Yeah, I don't think I don't think a lot of us have like all great like super quarterbacks for our QB two. So I think it's, it's understandable. I beg to differ. <laughs> I mean, some of us do. I know that some of us yeah, do. Yeah, some of us have the luxury. But, uh, you know, quarterbacks get, get kind of thin. Yeah, especially this late into the season when quarterbacks are falling mm-hmm. like flies. Yeah. Dropping like flies. Who would you say you were, was your third again? You. All right. The Mighty Vits. The Mighty Vits. Welcome to the team. All right. Uh, my fourth pick, this is the uh, the 1.5. The uh, I think I called it my star slot or something like that. Yeah, star uh, bonus, star bonus, star multiplier, yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> our, our star team, our star team. Um, I'm. I took uh, team Justin Belieber. Yeah, that was another team that I really wanted. Yeah, she, uh, team team Chinster. She uh, she definitely has some boom weeks. She's even finished like first in our league in mm-hmm. one or two of the weeks, and she definitely has that boom potential. Yeah, this is where you know it can it can get risky, and but you know high risk high reward. Mm-hmm. Um, so with my fourth pick, I take Team Epicenter. Yep. Welcome that, to the squad. Uh, any reason in particular, or um... uh, just based off projection <laughs> alone? She was. I think she was. Um, I think prior to. I think she had. She had like the highest projected points up, yeah. up until that point, and that's why I selected her. Fair, fair. And my last pick, superstar bonus, is um, my my. Is for me will be Team Holy Cow. Um, he has superstar quarterback, two superstar quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and <laughs> Jalen Hurts. I it, it makes me kind of weird to say, feel weird to kind of say like superstar for Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah, and but I think both these quarterbacks can get it done as well as um, regular season Lenny. So, yeah, so I have a question for you. Yeah, so it's it's Friday night. We're two days away from kickoff. Of some Sunday games, and this man still has Aaron Jones, who is out, and DeAndre Hopkins, who is out in his lineup. Still, does that concern you at all? No. Wait, Sterling Shepard's probably not playing either. Yeah, no, that doesn't concern me because he has till Sunday, two days to to fix that. And uh, I know there's a lot of people out there who who literally don't fix their lineup until the day, to the morning of. It would suck if he forgets, but I don't think he's going to because I will remind him myself. All right, so so counterpoint, <laughs> but, counterpoint. Um, look at his bench and, and see. Look at his depth. Does that not make you nervous? This is our last pick, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, this is oh, this is your last pick. This is my last pick. So it's, be, it's between uh, team team Holy Cow and the person you're gonna pick. But um, I mean, again, Team Ryan has been in the top has been in the top three of our league and a couple times too. Yeah. So he 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 still has that boom potential, and uh, it just sucks that like his starters are unfortunately not. Yeah, they're hurt. Not starting. Definitely. But you know that 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 two X bonus is gonna help a lot. Yeah. 
Um, so with that, my last and final pick, I welcome Team Have Have You Metcalf, Team Steven, to my to my squad. Um, I hope you do well. You have Patty Mahomes. Uh, he had a great game. Um, I think his 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 team has a lot of boom bust potential as well. Yeah, um, he's got Hunter Henry, but he was who's already played and has yeah Stevenson well. as well. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I I mean I feel like this could be a Daniel Jones week too against Tampa Bay, even though it doesn't seem like it's going to be. From what I heard, Daniel Jones has really good games against Tampa Bay. Yeah, but we will see on Monday. Yeah, and they they are getting Saquon back, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so that should help the offense a little bit. He has Metcalf, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. We talked about Keenan Allen. I think Michael Carter could have a good week. He's he's playing Jamison Crowder too, which I I don't mind that because Joe Flacco like super targets Jamison Crowder. Yeah. When he plays, so. Yeah, I think all. I mean, I think like every week, every all of our teams in our league have potential. Yeah. And I I do. Uh, I also kind of want to point out that like I, I, I do feel like our league is kind of like a cut above because like I'm looking at my other two uh, leagues that I'm in and the tournament league I'm first in my league um, I was first in my like first in my league for the past couple of weeks but like it was kind of like by a long shot and then in in a, another league that I'm in with uh, team Blackpink we're one and two in that league it's, I think it's just kind of a point to say that like you know even if you're doing bad in this league it's you're still like in a tier above everybody else being like being, <laughs> being doing doing what you're doing in this league yeah so, and it is dynasty that's what i like about it yeah you see, i mean it's it's a, it's a long-term game mm-hmm. you don't play for just one year yep all right um so that's pretty much it for all of our content this week um we have one more thing before we go we didn't have a host this past week because i mean a guest host this past week because um, we didn't have an eligible um, <laughs> candidate. No one wanted to participate. Yeah. <laughs> was it too hard? <laughs> I don't know. We just got to make it we, easy. We did have a, I know, I know Jason guest, but like yeah. he's been on the podcast before. Right. So um, we should still congratulate whoever won that. I know uh, Team Blackpink answered last minute. I mean, not last minute, post last minute. <laughs> they answered post after, minutes. The, after the game finished. <laughs> um, so technically, Team JY wins by default. He's the yeah. only person that answered. But he's been on the pod, and we want to get some new faces on here. Yeah, I like so, getting new perspective. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, do you want to take on somebody next week? Sure. Okay, let's let's do uh, the Monday game. What's who's playing on Monday? Tampa Bay and New York Giants. Okay, the the Daniel Jones game. Um, Who wins? <laughs> We we technically could do that because yeah, there's only could. a select few that wants that are, haven't been on that want to be on. Yeah, let's. I mean, what if they all pick the same people though? <laughs> we need a tiebreaker. So who wins plus uh, their rank? I don't know. Who wins and who scores the most for that team? Oh yes, I like that. Who no, who, no, who wins and between and whoever has more fantasy points on this week? Yes, I like. Do you like that? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, it's fine with so me. if you want to, your chance to to get on this podcast. Um, for next week, you need to tell us who's going to win between Tampa Bay and the Giants. And you also need to have the most points in your, in between the pool of candidates who's guessing. Yes. All right. That's it. I think that's it for this week's pod. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. We have one more thing yeah, to go. We kind of jumped the gun. <laughs> yeah. Um, our, our, as, as we do every week, we have our blanks of the week. How about you go first, Jimmy? All right, so my blank of the week is achievement unlocked. Vengeance. <laughs> uh, so basically, you beat Team JY, JWay, last week, or in week 10. Um, and you, you guys played each other. So this is what week 10 was where we played the, the manager that played, we played week one. Um, in week one, he scored 188 points on you, and you had a you had a decent, I would say, a good yeah, week like as well. Yeah, close to 150. 139. 140. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of got blown out, but it, I mean, you would have beat any other team, right? Basically, um, but then you got your revenge this week against him. He didn't even score 100. I don't want to. I don't. I don't mean to call you out, Jason. <laughs> it's rough. 
it was a rough but, week for him. And I feel like it's it's kind of interesting that it was such like extremes in both ways right. for for, our, for both our matchups. I feel like it wasn't dependent on me. I feel like it was dependent on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's cool to see though. Like you you go back to week one and you see all these points like all like these so many points yeah i mean a lot changes a lot happens over the weeks over the course of 10 weeks yep and then you come back to the current week and team is in shambles yeah um anyways my blank of the week this week is um is derek rolled myself and he he also earns achievement unlocked (laughs) vengeance (laughs) (laughs) um we had two two vengeance wins this week is which was uh between myself and team henry um and I, everybody else had the same result a clean so sweep that, yeah i thought that was pretty interesting so uh i mean congrats to us yeah and uh let's see if we can win our uh, our next vengeance matchups yeah, it continues next week or this week actually week 11 yep all right that's the end of this podcast we might be under an hour for for the first time ever We'll, I hope not. We'll have to. Uh, I mean, if we're under, it's not by much. We'll have to. We'll have to see where we're at after after I edit out okay. a little bit. We gotta throw in some bonus content. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's that's one way I could cheat it totally. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great show. I love the draft. Yeah, the draft is super interesting, super cool. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll, now we're just ra- just uh, stalling. <laughs> <laughs> we we gotta see. Uh, we gotta we gotta make sure we keep uh, track of it. So that we have it for next show, yeah, or the sure. the end results, yeah. So uh, thanks for tuning in. I'll, I'll I'll try to get this podcast up by Saturday morning. If not, it'd be definitely up by sa- sometime during Saturday. Sounds um, good. But the earlier the better, because I know that we want to listen to this before before the week happens, yeah. like most of the week happens. And um, again, another thank you to uh, to Team Stephen for sending in a question. Don't forget, you could still answer send in more questions yeah, for, send them in we want to answer yeah. your questions anchor.fm forward slash the commish cast yeah yeah send those <laughs> questions in we would love to hear your voice another way for you to get on the podcast without getting on the podcast <laughs> all right that's all right. it that's a good idea all right sayonara see ya